Hello, and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy that you are here to talk about the things we have to break out of in order to break into the success, the achievement, the fulfillment that we want for ourselves, whether that's in business or science or medicine or ideas and innovation in general. Welcome. Thank you for being here today. So I wanted to talk to y'all about public speaking. Royal and I, my husband um, and business partner, Royal, we have done a ton of public speaking through our consulting company, Spa Strong, where we help spa owners, beauty professionals, wellness professionals double their revenue in as little as 90 days through our consulting services. So we speak at conventions, we speak at trainings, we speak on podcasts, we do lives with people, and we, we really love to public speak. And this weekend we are speaking at the lash conference in Pasadena, California. This is the largest conference in the world for lash artists. And we love LashCon. We spoke there last year on a panel. And this year we are main stage speakers, which is really exciting. But as we are preparing to go and do this speech at LashCon, I was thinking about public speaking, why I love it, things that I feel help us be great public speakers. So I want to share my top five tips for being a more impactful public speaker. So tip number, I mean, obviously you need to know what you're talking about. Okay. That's not even a tip that is made the list. Like you need to know what you're talking about. You need to have a plan. If you are one of those people who can wing it, try it, go for it. But I do think it's a good idea to at least have an outline of what it is that you're going to say and what you'll be talking on, what the point of your speech is prior to hitting the stage, right? But these five tips are applicable, whether you are speaking to a group of 10 people, 50 people, 500 people, a thousand plus people. So we have had the opportunity to speak on many stages, many platforms. And I personally, my first time public speaking, I think I was like five years old because I had to give a little lesson kind of in church in front of my congregation. That was my first time that I ever did public speaking. So fortunately, this is something that I have become very comfortable with over the years, having started as a five-year-old sharing information with congregations and groups. And over my time, I have been able to be an educator. I, I taught at a university. I taught at a trade school. I taught private courses. We now are educators in, and consultants inside of Spa Strong. But having these opportunities to constantly be sharing and speaking in front of others has helped me develop a skill set that not a lot of people have. When we talk to others about public speaking, so often they're like, oh my God, I don't want to do it. That's terrifying. Uh, I'd rather be hit by a car than public speak. And I'm like, trust me, you wouldn't rather be hit by a car, okay? <laughs> but why are people so afraid of public speaking? It's because we're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of not being perfect. We're afraid of making a fool of ourselves, of saying something wrong, of stuttering over our words, of like letting the cat out of the bag that we aren't perfect, that we're just human. Listen, the people watching, they're just human too. And they are there sitting in a seat at your public speaking moment because they have a problem or a weakness or a struggle that they think maybe you could help them solve. 
And you wouldn't have been invited to speak if you didn't have some value to bring, right? So go and give your value, help people. I mean, this is an opportunity. I think public speaking is a massive opportunity. I love to do it. And I hope that as you listen to these five tips, they will give you some ideas, help you feel a little more prepared so that maybe you can start to love public speaking as well. So tip number one, very important. You have to be you. It doesn't matter if this is your first time speaking. It doesn't matter if this is a crowd of 20 people or 20,000 people. You've got to be true to who you are, to your brand, what you represent. Because think about if somebody reached out to you, let's say, okay, I have this podcast, right? So let's say one of y'all are listening to this podcast and you're like, wow, I really like how Melissa talks about things. I love the thought process that she has. I think she'd be amazing to invite to speak at my upcoming event. So you gave me the invitation to speak based off of what you're seeing on my podcast, where I, this is a very conversational podcast. And I think that you're probably getting a pretty good idea of my personality based on watching these or listening to these episodes, right? But imagine if you asked me to speak based off of who I am on the podcast, but I hit the stage in a public live public speaking scenario and I was acting completely different. Like if I were suddenly just like, hello, my name is Melissa Ellis and I am a consultant and I'm here today. You know what I mean? Like, that's not me. You'd be like, wait a second. Who's, where's the person that I fell in love with on the podcast? Like, why aren't, why isn't that person here? So you've got to be true to who you are, regardless of the size of stage. Now we're going to talk about some things that'll change based off of the size of stage, but no matter what, remember that people ask you to speak because of who you are and what you bring to the table. So you don't need to change that. Now there may be times like we've spoken at places where they're like, Hey, by the way, we would prefer if you don't use any cuss words. Cool. We're respectful of that. We make sure that we match the energy and the theme and the messaging of the overall event. Uh, but we're still true to who we are overall. Okay. So be you have confidence in who you are and what you bring to the table and don't feel like you need to change just because you're suddenly in a public speaking environment. Okay. Tip number two, this is engage. When you are standing on that stage, look at the people, look at their faces Make eye contact, pick up on if they seem like they're engaged with what you're seeing, or if they seem like they're a little closed off, or if they seem like they're really interested or they're really exhausted or they're like soaking everything in, whatever it is that they're giving you, pick up on it, be aware of it, engage with them, look at them, smile at them, make eye contact with them. If there's something important that you're saying and your eyes catch somebody, maintain eye contact with them while you finish that statement. Like, These are people that have given you the courtesy of their attention and their time because they, they might be able to find some value in what you're saying. So be gracious as a public speaker, appreciate that they are there and do what you can to connect. Now, I'm not saying that you're just like scanning the whole time and your eyes are just like shifting across. That can be kind of weird. Like you want it to feel really natural. Pretend, for example, that you're having dinner with a group of friends. Say there's like eight of you and you're all sitting at a large table together. Everybody's chatting. And as you're telling a story, you're kind of looking around the table and making sure that you're connecting with everybody as you tell the story and you're looking at their eyes as you tell the, like the punchline and you know, all of this. So it's similar in a public speaking environment. 
if the lights, the house lights are bright enough that you can see the people that you're talking to, then think of it like that, like a social setting where you are engaging, you're connecting with them. You're making sure that everybody, it do, regardless of what part of the arena or what part of the room they're sitting in, that they feel connected and they feel involved with what it is that you are saying. Don't just stare over their heads. Don't just stare at your notes. Don't stare at your shoes. Look out, be open when you're talking to them. And part of engaging with them is think about your body language. Are you closed off? Are you standing there like this, reading notes and not showing that you are happy to be there, that you are wanting to give, but also to embrace what the audience and the energy that the audience is giving to you also. You've got to show that you're open. Here I am looking around like I'm I'm talking to this massive audience. You're right here, hi. Um, But you've got to show that you are open to the audience, that even though you're the one teaching, that it's your moment to talk about your expertise or your ideas, that you're still open to them. This isn't just you shoving information down their throats, that you want it, even though it is a one-sided conversation, you want it to feel open as if they could talk to you. They could raise their hand and ask you a question and you would be okay with that. So make sure that your body language shows that you're confident, that you're approachable, that you are open to them and that you are doing what you can to connect and engage with people inside of the audience. Okay, tip number three, you want to speak for the size of the stage that you are on. So if I were to be speaking to a small group of maybe, we'll say 20 people. And I walked into the front and I was like, hello, thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy that you are here for us to do a training on public speaking, right? Like it's a little bit big and over the top. It might feel a little like, okay, this is feeling a little exaggerated, a little forced. Uh, So in that kind of setting, I might have a little more, I'm still gonna project, I'm still gonna own the space, but it might be a little more like, hello, welcome. I'm so happy that all of you are here today to talk about public speaking. And I can't wait to spend the next 30 minutes discussing ways that you can overcome your fear and feel more confident when you are in front of a crowd. Like, do you see how we've scaled back a little bit in our movements, in our volume, in our expressions, so on and so forth. So make sure that the way that you are speaking matches the size of the room, the energy, the the how close or far you are from the audience. Like if you're speaking in an arena, you've got to make bigger movements because the audience is probably farther away and they're not going to pick up on little subtleties. So it needs to be more exaggerated. Whereas if the, the audience is sitting right in front of you because you're doing just like a small masterclass, and you're doing all of this and this, it can feel a little overwhelming. Like they may want to kind of start scoot, scooting away from, from you because your movements are, are too overwhelming for that space. So just pay attention to the size of room that you're in and make sure that your volume, your energy matches that size. Tip number four is you want to invite agreement. If you've been listening to this podcast, you probably notice that I will make a statement and then say, right? at the end of my statements pretty frequently, I'll ask questions in the podcast. Like, what do you think about that? It's because I want you to 
agree. Like if I say, isn't that right? Or wouldn't you agree? And you kind of nod to yourself or you think to yourself, yeah, I agree with that. Or you may think absolutely not, Melissa, I completely disagree. And that's fine. But when you're in a public speaking environment, it's a good idea to try to invite agreement by asking those, what do you, like, do you agree? Isn't that right? Um, don't we all love that? Like things like that to get them to nod and stay engaged with what you're saying. And when some, when there's agreement, then there's opportunity for more connection. There's opportunity for more internalization. So it not only helps you feel good, like, okay, yeah, people are nodding. They're on the same page with me. All right, good, good, good. But also it helps the, the audience member open up their thought process or uh, maybe drop some barriers a little bit. If they're like, yeah, I, I actually do. I, I agree with that. You know, so when you're inviting them to agree, it helps them feel more connected and involved, helps them internalize what it is that you are teaching, which can then help them be more successful with tip number five, which is you need to give them action items. So have you ever been to a, a, a talk or some kind of public speaking event? You're sitting in the audience and the person talked and talked and talked and maybe they shared a really incredible story or it was an inspirational talk, but they never gave you some kind of actionable step that you can take to solve your problem or get where they are or get closer to where they are or um, make a change in your life so you can see some positive result. It always kind of leaves you feeling like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, I was amped up during it. Like it was really inspirational, but now what do I do? How do I, how do I use that inspiration and apply it into my life so that I can be like them? So it's very important whether it's informational, inspirational, um, you're teaching a skill, whatever it may be that you're speaking on, you always want to give your audience some key takeaway that they can implement right away. So we don't want to give like a super long list. Like here are 37 steps you need to take today in order to overcome perfectionism. Ah, 37 is a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. And that can feel really overwhelming. So we want our audience to feel capable after they leave. They've been able to feel your energy. They're soaking in what you're saying. They're in agreement with you. Um, they're making eye contact. And then you give them these actionable steps and they're like, yes, I can absolutely do that. I'm going to go do that right now. Uh, they said that in order for me to get over perfectionism, I need to just start getting on camera and post a, one video a day for the next 15 days. Cool. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. Like there's one simple thing that you give them. You may give them more than one thing, but I'm just giving an example of something simple and clear so that they feel like they can actually do it, that they don't walk away from your speech and they're like, gosh, that person was so amazing. Too bad. I'm never going to be able to accomplish that because that's going to make them feel closed off to you in general. And if you're public speaking, you're probably wanting to grow your platform or your business or increase sales or something along those lines, right? And so if somebody walks away from your public speech feeling hopeless, feeling like they're not enough, like they're not going to be able to do it, like they can't figure it out on their own thinking, oh, maybe I'm just dumb because I don't know what to do next. 
That's a big red flag. We don't want them leaving feeling insecure or confused about themselves. We want them leaving thinking, okay, I know exactly what to do next. And I can do it because I've been given the clear steps and I can see that it's going to lead me to something fantastic. And I'm willing to put it into action now to make it happen for myself. So I hope that these five tips help give you some inspiration. And maybe after listening to these tips, I, I, I hope that you're like, okay, public speaking, maybe it doesn't sound that bad. If Melissa can do it, then I could do it, right? Yes, 100%. So maybe look for some opportunity to do some public speaking. You know, maybe you want to be on the Breaking Into Business podcast just to get your feet wet into something similar to, you know, public speaking, right? Or maybe there is an event coming up or somebody reached out to you about speaking and you turned them down. Like maybe you could reach back out to them and say, hey, you know what? My my schedule cleared up or I've been thinking about it and I actually would really love to participate if that's still an option for me. But if you haven't done any public speaking before, I highly encourage you to find an opportunity to do it. Talk to your circle, look at your groups that you're a part of, whether that's on Facebook or LinkedIn or, you know, wherever and see, is there an event that's happening? Is there an opportunity that's happening? Maybe you could put, you know, out there to your email list. Hey, I am wanting to do some more public speaking. If there are any events that you know of or that are coming up, I'd love to hear about them. So please forward me that information. Like you can ask people to help you find opportunities to speak. And I highly encourage that you do it because I personally, I've gained so much fulfillment from public speaking. Not only just the, the people that come up to me afterwards and are like, oh my gosh, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. I learned a ton. I can't wait, you know, blah, blah, blah. All those things are great. But also it helps me feel fulfilled because I know that me public speaking is helping me live my purpose my purpose to help teach people the skills or provide them with the resources that they need to live higher quality, more successful lives. So if I don't take opportunities to public speak, then I know that I'm not living my purpose because how am I supposed to reach people if I'm not getting in front of them? How am I supposed to teach them or provide them with resources if I'm not speaking to them? If I'm not, you know, if they don't know that I exist. So I love public speaking. I would love to hear your thoughts on public speaking. Have you ever spoken in public before? Um, is there an opportunity coming up for you that you're like, hey, I just want to talk this over my topic, you know, or something like that? I'd love to hear about it. Please send me an email. That's melissa at melissaellis.com. Melissa without the apostrophe, of course. And on Instagram, it is at Melissa Ellis. So that is at M-L-I-S-A-E-L-L-I-S. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here today. Wish us luck in speaking at the conference this weekend. And I will see you in the next episode.